Welcome to AZ Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. That's right. You can follow me on Twitter at Skywalker Steel. Hey, you see the title? Three burning situations facing the Cowboys heading into the bye. That's what we'll talk about today, and we'll do it in a buy or sell fashion. Now, there will be more than three, but I have my top three. And Obviously, the thumbnail, y'all probably like, oh, well, we know what the top one is. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Also, we'll open up the phone lines as we always do, and we already got somebody lined up ready to go. So just hold tight, Fresh. Hold tight. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? Let me give some shout outs real quick. Iceberg Q, Oscar, Michael, Dak Owens, Below the Heavens, Carson Smith, James Dylan. The Bird in the Building, Jonathan, Amanda, Malcolm, Devontae, Torres, John Roberts, Malcolm, Jeremy, Jonathan, my lady, Michelle, Dallas Cowboys, Die Hart, and Mr. Scruggs, and the many, many more that will be coming through, Miss Sheila, I see Miss Sheila, Mark Smith, we got Facebook in the building, we have Twitter in the building, and as I always say, make sure if you guys don't check it out live, you run this thing back. Or check us out on all podcasting platforms. We're going to let some folks come on up in here as we get going, man. But how are you guys doing this week? Uh, Oscar, come on, man. Come on, man. Chill out, guy. Chill out. Uh, Toot says, salute, Scott. Thank you, man. Jacob said, made it on time. Morning, guys. I made it on time. I told you guys, I promised you I wasn't going to start as late as I did yesterday. There was some some boo-boos going on uh, with the technical issues. But not today. As the Kembe Mutombo would say, not today. We don't have any of those. Um, yes, life is good. Five and one. And, you know, I, I keep saying this every day since I've heard this song, but I wake up and I feel like I need to hear the good word right now. Mm. Hey, ain't nobody calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, are you still involved? Calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still involved? Y'all usually check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm still them boys. boys. That's right. <laughs> we still them boys up in this building. Yes, this song. Yes, this song. Because I'm feeling good. Five and one going into the bye. There's no real drama. The drama that we're drumming up really ain't drama. And that's the beauty of this whole thing. And if you got haters if you got people that are doubting the Cowboys, if you got people talking trash, which I don't know how you can do that right now, just play that song. Just play, just play that song. I keep saying, if if it was a ring, if I had a ringtone, it'd be my ringtone. But we still them boys. What's going on, CJ? What's going on, brother? CJ said, "You on time today, Skywalker. I'm proud of you." Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of on time. Uh, what's up, North of the Star? He says it's flipped. On, it's flipped now, Sky. They're not talking about us on anything. They're waiting for us to reach out. Leave them 
waiting. Yeah, you know what? We know what they're saying. A lot, a lot of the haters are like yo. I, damn, I think CJ might have said this on Facebook. I can't even lie. Y'all look nice. Oh, oh, we tried to told y'all. We tried to told y'all. James said, "What's that song called?" It's actually a guy named Larry. I can't remember his last name on TikTok or what have you. He he does these from time to time, and man, it's awesome. We still them boys, man. But all right, y'all, let's get into the uh, morning roundup because there was some news, some disturbing news. As you see the, the title down here, for those that are running it back audio-wise, it says Cowboys at the bye remain focused. They have to remain focused, and there was a certain player who did not do that. So let's kind of get y'all caught up in the morning roundup. Welcome to my Gucci, it's about that time. It's time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys the morning roundup presented by Texas family fitness a solution for your fitness goals whether it be for weight loss strengthening up toning up sports or stress relief our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment group classes and experience professional certified trainers so if you're looking to begin your fitness journey Head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com and let them know that Skywalker and A to Z Sports sent you. Check it out. Let's get into it. First up, we'll start off with some of the good news. You know, it's really award type news. Uh, Randy Gregory, one defensive player of the week over on PFF. If you're in PFF, I always say that. Uh... RG, two sacks against the Patriots, three pressures, forced fumble after abusing the Patriots tackles. Uh, he's well-deserving, well well-deserving, and how fitting, right? I put Randy Gregory at the grown folk table this uh, on Monday at the cookout. And when's defense player of the week? I'm just saying. Maybe the cookout got a little bit of weight. Maybe got a little bit of weight. Uh, Shout-out to Adrian Dyson. A Pro Bowl member says, Do you think the Cowboys make a trade before the deadline? And what position should they? And good morning. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But yes, Randy Gregory, Defensive Player of the Week. He's turning into that elite edge guy that we thought he could be. He just needed to play. Think about it, y'all. This is his first season of his career, I think since his rookie year, actually, where he's had an off season. And he hasn't been suspended to start the year. One of the two things have always happened for Randy Gregory. He is in a great mental state, and it's showing on that football field. It's showing in that locker room as a leader. And, man, great things are ahead for Randy Gregory. And I really, really hope and pray that they pay this man. I had a, I had a, a conversation with Randy Gregory at practice, after practice, and I won't detail all the details from it, but I, I you know, we talked, and I said, Dog, get your bread. <laughs> get your bread. And he said, nah, I ain't taking no discount either. So uh, that's going to be interesting. And and they very they very well may have to make some moves to get that done. <laughs> Bad news, though. Bad news, though. Demonte KZ was arrested for DUI, DWI, however you want to uh, phrase it. And this happened Tuesday morning, early Tuesday Around 3 a.m. on suspicion of driving while intoxicated in a Dallas suburb police, according to police, which is a class B misdemeanor. 
He was released midday after posting a $2,500 bond. Um, it's been a tough last two weeks for DeMonte KZ. I hope, I hope he's okay. I hope it was just a mistake. We're glad that no one was hurt. Um, but yeah, tough last two weeks, right? He suffered an injury at practice. Then he gives up a big touchdown in the middle of the, I'm sorry, uh, a big touchdown at the end of the game. Controversy, a lot of fans getting on him. I mean, I don't know that fans got on him enough to where it was like, hey, we hate KZ. It was one of those things where, hey, it was your fault. And he even came out and admitted it was his fault. And then Tuesday morning, this happens. Tough, 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 tough. Tough situation. Uh, but at the end of the day, no one was hurt. And let's just hope that he's okay. And I'm pretty sure the Cow or the NFL will handle this situation likely after the season or way later in the season. I don't foresee anything crazy happening. Um, it. I hate to say this. I feel like this is common around the National Football League, unfortunately. Um Maybe I'll get Jesse on here this week or next week, and we'll talk about it. He, we talk about this off-field sometimes when these things happen. The NFL, they have drivers. Yeah, they have drivers available to you. And, you know, I just wish sometimes the players would utilize that for free, by the way. Or, hey, call an Uber. Call an Uber. So, um, let's hope everything is okay with DeMonte KZ. Ohit asked Sky, based on the way the boys, Mr. Jones, has stuck with Gregory through all his troubles, will he owe them a team-friendly deal? No. I'm never going to be on a player's side of taking a team. Get your money. This this league is this league is crazy, man. <laughs> this league is crazy. These are billionaires. Man. They're bringing in billions of dollars to these companies, to these teams. Get your money, Randy. Don't go in there about no dang on discount. Let the team figure out how to build a team around it. He's a valuable player. Finally, on the roundup, the assistant coaches got to talking yesterday for the first time, and I love how they do this. In the offseason, the assistant coaches usually get like a Tuesday or something, and then once the season starts, you don't really hear from the assistants. Uh, but now that it's a bye week, you heard from all of them, and I didn't even get a chance to get through all of them, but I wanted to single out a few of them and one was Joe Philbin and the other was uh, Al Harris and we'll get to that because that's part of the one block we're going to do one block today and, and we'll have the phone lines open and for those who don't know the phone line number 351-999-3787 I'll repeat in case you're listening 351-999-3787 uh, we'll do this block the buy or sell block and we'll open the phone lines for today I do want to I do want to say this if everything goes well, we have some really cool interviews coming up uh, this week, particularly tomorrow. I should have one dropping uh, from a certain player. And then Friday, all goes well. We'll get our guy Big Duke on the show to talk about this offensive line because it's it's a hot topic in Dallas. And I want to get his words on the show to talk about it. But real quick, uh, before we get into the block, I will hit the phone line for, with fresh fake. Fresh fade, and uh, then we'll get into some buy or sell. Get into some buy or sell. I did see something in here that you guys said. Oh, you guys were talking about um, <laughs> they drafted a guy with a DUI. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. All right, real quick, let's get fresh fade in the building. What's going on, good brother? 
Oh, man. What's up, my guy? How you feeling? I'm good, man. This lovely morning, this lovely Wednesday morning heading into this bye, man. I'm good. Oh, man. Good stuff, man. Man, one of the things that freaking annoyed me, man, was seeing people saying that uh, this KZ, DUI, or DWI, whatever, isn't a big deal. That thing hits different in Dallas because of, I mean, what's happened in the past with Brent Brown. It just, it hits different. And like you said before, I mean, you got to, I mean, the player's responsibility, man. I could see yeah. if it was like a, a, a young, a really young guy, he's going out trying to flex the Rolls Royce or the, you know, his his car or whatever like that. But KZ, you know, he's a vet. I mean, he should know better, but that's neither, neither here nor there. We'll move on from that. Um, I think what we should do with Gregory, just moving on to this topic, is pay him because what I think is going to happen, I think we're offloading Demarcus Lawrence after this season's over with. <laughs> I think it's a wrap. That's actually in the buyer-sell segment I, later. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad for messing that up, bro. No, yeah. no, no, no. no uh, that's but, a good foresight. But, yeah, yeah, but I, I, think it's, I think it's a wrap for Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, this defensive line has shown so much growth. And plus, you want the young guys to sort of get in, and they got to save some money in certain areas because, you know, they have some, some ticket items on offense. Uh, and then you got to think about down the road with CeeDee Lamb. He's going to get paid after his third season. You know, you know how that's going to be. Uh, and, and the last last thing I want to touch on really quick is Dak Prescott one more time, man, because, I mean, during the whole contract saga with uh, – you know, debating on whether to pay him or not. I mean, everybody was talking about forty million this. 40 ain't nobody million talking that. about his money now, it. is there? Ain't nobody talk. Ain't nobody talking about it now, man. Ain't nobody talking talk about his money. So it's just it's quiet. I haven't that, that forty million. Oh my goodness! I haven't seen the. I haven't that, seen that forty million pop up. I haven't seen one hundred sixty million. I haven't seen overrated. I haven't seen overpay. I haven't seen no. any of these buzzwords Hell pop no. up this year. None of that. None of that. PFF man. said seems like a deal now. PFF in the offseason, somebody, one of these dudes on there, they do a show on Twitter or whatever, is like uh, Dak Prescott's yeah. not worth $30 million. And then the other guy said, oh, and he's not better than Matt Ryan. Bro. Right. That's crazy. Crazy. Okay. Crazy, 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 man. Dak, Dak Prescott, $40 million is a di- To me right now, if, it's a discount. Oh if you would have franchise tag, if you would have franchise tag him this year, he'd get $50 million next year. I mean, so uh, like everybody who was saying that in the off season, wanting to, you know, people were like, you know, when they saw what's his name, Justin Fields drop, they were like, oh, you should have let Prescott walk and draft Justin Fields. That's wouldn't be, crazy. wouldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are right, a Super Bowl contending show, team because number four, brother. Yeah, man. All right, bro. Let you get to your thing, man. Uh, Cowboys Nation, stand up, man. It's it's gonna be a good bye week, five and one. So. Let's get into it. Let's go ahead and uh, you know look forward to beating overrated Kirk Cousins because he's going to choke in prime time again. We already know. Oh, I can't wait to break that down, man. Next week we're, we're going to dive <laughs> all the way in with that game. It's going to be a good. Oh, one. Man. cool, cool deal. All right, man. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Come on. That that yeah. that was a silly conversation. Uh, Chris, not not freshes, but the the conversation about Dak Prescott is not worth it. Can't don't pay him. Was silly. It was silly. Uh, Christopher over on Facebook has made a good point here. The culture of the team is a family. You can see it in the way they play. You can. 
and the way they play. Listen to some of the sideline, um, the sounds from the sideline. You kind of saw a little bit of it in in the uh, Hard Knocks episodes. And if you want to see real Hard Knocks, just go watch the guys' IG channels. <laughs> That's real Hard Knocks. Uh, you can see it in, in what's going on, the camaraderie behind the scenes in the locker room. You can see it played out in the media, right? You can see it being played out in the media. Um, Demonte KZ comes out and covers for Trayvon. Not even cover. Trayvon covers for Demonte KZ. Then KZ says, nah, man, chill out. That wasn't you, little bro. That was me. And then Dan Quinn comes out and say, both of y'all chill out. None of y'all was wrong. You know, not trying to throw anybody under the bus. It just happened to be a perfect pass. So this team is dialed in. It's it's locked in. It's locked in. But uh, say, so let's save. I want y'all to save the Demarcus Lawrence. Just save it real quick because we're going to come back to that in our buy, and, buy or sell segment. So hold tight. Hold tight, all right? Uh, let's get 817 in the building. 817, what it is, what it do? What it do, what it do? Yes, sir. How you doing there, Sky? Man, I've been checking out your show for a little while sometime, and I think you're the best on YouTube wow. when it comes to cowboy content, man. That's heavy, man. Yeah, man, I've been a fan for a long time, man. I go back to Bob Hayes' days. Bullet Bob. So, yeah, I know my history. Oh, yeah. Bob <laughs> Lilly and all them cats. So, yeah, man, I think uh, I think uh, nobody is talking about what's going on with Dak Prescott because he didn't prove his worth. Okay. So, you know, and I'm not so much worried about uh, Mike McCarthy uh, in, the, in the decisions and that he is, has made because we're winning. Because we're winning. Right. But I know that uh, I'm just afraid that down the line that it may cost us a game or two. And that's fair. That, that's something that Jesse and I talked about on post-game shows a few times where, you know, hey, these decisions haven't cost you. Uh, but right. we're critiquing them because it may come up again and it may cost you at some point. Uh, that is fair criticism, right? Um, I find it yeah. interesting, though, because decisions like this, the, the clock management, the bad decisions, which I, I don't like to keep going back, but I, I have to because we went through a 10-year phase under the new other regime, and we saw those clock yeah. management issues actually cost us games early in that coach's tenure, talking about JG. Those things literally yeah. lost yeah. us games. Right now, they're not. So half of it's kind of just blind optimism that maybe it won't catch up to us, uh, but being realistic, there is obviously that possibility that it can. That's right. That's right. I'm going to say this last thing. Pay Randy Gregory. Yeah. That's our man. Got hey. you. All right, man. Keep doing your good thing, man. Good, good work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate right. it, dog. Enjoy the rest of yeah. your day. Hey, if they if they don't want to pay RG right now, they, they might have to at least, not right now, but uh, in the offseason, they might have to at least tag him. Like he, I'm not letting him go. I'm not letting him go. But we'll get into that. All right, y'all. So let's jump right into the block, right? Let's jump into the buy or sell Dallas Cowboys edition. And I want to start off with talking some of the assistant coaches and specifically Joe Philbin. And I have to preface this, this conversation that's about to come up about a couple of these players. I have to preface this by saying, Yesterday's price is not today's price. Okay? I repeat. Yesterday's price 
It's not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Probably looking at me like, what the hell you mean, Scott? We're talking about yesterday's opinion doesn't necessarily have to be today's opinion. And some things to me have changed in retrospect due to a, uh, the performances of some of these players, good and bad, to be honest with you, good and bad. Yesterday's data is not today's data. Hence, yesterday's price is not today's price. There are conversations that can legitimately be had today that were laughable to me five weeks ago. So let's have those conversations, right? Let's not th- let's not let those conversations have us as I remix my guy Vach, right? Where he talks about, I think it's Black Phillip. Have your opinion, don't let it have you. Let's have these conversations, but don't let the conversation have you. There's context in a lot of these things, and we we want to talk about them all. And one of the conversations that is a hot button topic today is about one Lyle Collins and Terrence Steele. And Joe Philbin, he had some things to say about both of the players, right? Uh, the, the assistant coaches came out, and you knew one of the, the first few things that they were going to ask him about was Terrence Steele's progress. And we on this channel, who he's now my cousin, right? He elevated from third to second to my cousin, my first cousin, Terrence Steele. We've given this man major applause because it is due. Terrence Steele has improved immensely. Uh, Terrence Steele now provides you something that many teams don't have, and that's a quality third tackle, right? That's a quality third tackle. And right now, the fuss in Cowboys Nation, I think we got to step back a little bit. We have a great, and I use quotes, problem. A great one. There are not many teams, if any, that have three quality tackles that can start on your team and you'll be okay. So before we get into the conversation, just realize you have a great situation on your hands, Cowboys Nation. But let's take a listen to uh, Joe Philbin on Terrence Steele and Lyle Collins. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, again, Terrence played, uh, you know, I'm throwing out a broad number, a thousand plays maybe last year. He played a bunch of football for us. Uh, I think he's improved. I think he's gotten better. You know, he's a, he's a very, very hardworking individual. So, um, you know, certainly pleased with the contribution he's made. Excited to have uh, Lyle back uh, with us and uh, looking forward to working with him. And then, you know, as we get ready for Minnesota, we'll prepare the, these guys uh, to play. And then, you know, Coach McCarthy will make a decision. It's in the best interest of the team. But uh, excited to have uh, Lyle back for sure. Did a good job in the Tampa Bay game. And, uh, you know, looking forward to working with him. What do you expect from just from a uh, – Yeah, I mean, he's been here, uh, you know, again, I hesitate to say I haven't been with him working on the field, obviously, for five weeks. So, you know, it's going to be important when we get back here to get on the field together and see where he's at. But all the reports are good. He feels good. I've uh, seen him, obviously, in the meetings, communicated with him. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to getting back on the practice field with him. So that's Philbin on Terrence Steele and on Lyle Collins. Obviously, he's talking about the improvement with Terrence Steele. So here, here's the here's the let's give the rundown on this whole thing, because obviously the main question or the main 
thing Cowboys Nation is talking about is should Lyle Collins play left guard? Y'all know my my opinion on this, and, and I'll, I'll preface it with this. I believe he should slide back in our right tackle. Uh, but let's have the conversation um, because Terrence still has allowed you to have that conversation, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Even if you don't agree, agree with it, um, he's allowed you to have that conversation. And let's kind of go back and, and give a background on the whole Lyle Collins guard thing. So coming out of LSU, he was a tackle for two seasons, his junior and senior year where he was an All-American at tackle in his one year at guard. Uh, he was honorable mention in SEC. Uh, he was signed as an undrafted free agent due to his weird situation. We're not going to get into details about that. For those that, that know it, you know it. However, the team had Doug Free at right tackle and Ron Leary at left guard, who were both valuable players and good players, but Leary being the better one. In Lyle Collins' rookie year, Leary got hurt. Collins stepped in. He played pretty good. He was solid. I'm not going to overdo it and say Lyle Collins was dominant. He was great. He that that those would be lying. I'll be lying to y'all. He was not. He was good. He had some highlight plays that I think are sticking out more than his total play. Um, but he was a good guard. There was there's nothing to be mistaken about that. And I believe had he stayed that guard, he'd be just as good of a guard as he is right tackle. I feel like he he would have turned into a guy that's been. One of the better ones in the league. But then the next offseason, the writing was on the wall for Ron Larry. If you guys remember, he actually held out. He was trying to get traded because he knew, all right, you know, they're, they're rolling with the young guy. Um, I want to go play. Dallas didn't do it. They said, we're going to keep the depth at this unit because it's the best unit in the league. Why would we give up that depth? Hence, why I don't want to trade anybody right now on the line. It's very important. So Collins started that year. Didn't have the best start to the season. The running game, remember, this was Dak and Zeke's rookie year. The running game wasn't that great to start the year. Uh, Zeke only averaged two and a half yards per carry in the first game, 3.9 yards the second game. It was, uh, they were trying to find their feet, their foot. And then Collins got hurt in week three, was placed on IR. Ron Leary replaced him, and the run game went nutty. Leary was dominant in the run game and helped pave the way for Dak and Zeke. And he probably could have been a pro bowler, but there's only so many roster spots for the pro bowl. Nonetheless, 2017 comes. Larry's contract was up. He's a free agent. Doug Free was up. He was a free agent. Both were off the team. And it was time for Lyle Collins to make the switch to right tackle, which is obviously the, the more viable position. And four years later, here we are. Lyle has become one of the premier tackles in the league, especially at right tackle. But let's remember it took some time to get Lyle there. He wasn't this guy the first year and a half in at right tackle. He had to kind of develop, right? Had to kind of develop. So that is kind of the overview of the Lyle Collins situation coming into the league, playing some guard, then moving to right tackle. He hasn't played guard in four years. Um, so that's, I just wanted to preface this with you, give you all the facts of the situation uh, before we get into our opinions of the situation. And let me say this, I truly believe there is value, maybe more than any team in the National Football League, to have a swing tackle that is playing as well as Terrence Steele on this team. On this team. Let's remember, Tyron Smith is banged up and he's likely going to miss some games. That's what he does. 
Lyle Collins gets banged up. We hope he doesn't miss games, but suspensions and, and, and injuries. So having a valuable swing tackle is immensely important on this team. It is. And I've said this before. If I'm going to replace Connor Williams, which I'm not really clamoring to do at this point, if they did that, be it with Collins or McGovern, I'm not going to whine about it. But if I'm going to replace Connor Williams, I do it with Connor McGovern. That's what I do it with. If you're cool with, with uh, Biotish being there. But that's a lot. And some of these questions are actually going to be had with the buy or sell. So buy or sell Lyle Collins moving to guard after the buy. Granted, we know it's probably not going to happen due to some of the reports we're hearing. But as a fan, do you buy or sell that wanting that to happen? And I'll get into the phone lines here. B Bird, what it is, what it do, man? Hey, what's up, Scott? How you doing this morning, man? I'm good, man. Appreciate y'all for holding on as I went through that whole thing. I had to give the history on the Lyle Collins. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that because uh, I do remember um, the year that he started at guard, he wasn't uh, doing all that good. I think when Leary came in, Leary actually, I think the running game kind of took off at that point. It, abs- it did. So, uh, but one, one of the things, man, I, I'm going to tie these things together. Um, one of the things, uh, and, and stay with me, you'll see how I'll do this. I got you. So I, I, I listened to a caller yesterday because I listened to your phone, uh, to your show later. And also, too, people, if y'all listen to his Sky show later, still like it on there. Hit the like button. But um, the guy was, uh, I think, oh, it was 100 grand. Just not calling him out, but just giving him a opposing opinion here. He's talking about McCarthy and giving him a break. So one of the things that I would, I would ask this, um, you know, we come into the year, uh, wanting to win the East. I think that's what everybody wants to do. It's the first goal. But yep. at this point in time, yeah, just at this point in time, we're like the 90s where, you know, we kind of know we're going to win the East. Then we got to look farther than that. So one of the questions I would ask is this. I'm looking at Green Bay 5-1, and one, Tampa Bay 5-1, and one, Arizona 6-0, and oh, the Rams 5-1. and one. If, if, if we were in a division of all those teams with us, would, those, would you be concerned about McCarthy's mistakes or you know would would you just gloss over them no you wouldn't because you'd be like no we need everything we can to win when in theory that's who we're going to be playing against to get to the championship game and so in, in saying that we can't we could be happy for wins i am happy for wins, but the bigger picture is bringing number six back to dallas so we have to focus on those teams back in the 90s man we focused on it was really san francisco and a little bit of green bay but, you know, after we kind of took care of the East, like we're doing now, we have to look forward to that team. And so even let's go over to – let me ask you this question. So we have to play against Tampa Bay again. Now let's go in – now we're going into the Collins thing. Mm-hmm. Would you want the offense – who would you want in, in, inside to be able to move uh, Vita Vea and Sue? Would I you want – I think Sue – You is, get what I'm saying here? I think Vita Vea is going to give anybody problems. He, he, he gives yeah, but, elite guards problems. Yeah. But the thing about it is, so what we try, what I'm trying to say is, man, the, our, 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 who's in our sights should be those teams I just named, not the teams that were, you know, not these Minnesotas and not the Minnesota won't be a challenge, but the the Carolinas, the Giants, and we we know we could beat those teams with our offensive line, but to get to the next level, man, we're going to beat some of these teams that are playing just as good as we are, and so to to do that, we can't. Hey, I don't want to go to Tampa Bay and have to give up on our running game. 
I want to be able to run. And, and let, what let, gives us the, let's go, put the go asterisk down. there, right? There was no there was no Zach Martin too, right? Let, let's kind of put that asterisk there. No Zach Martin, and if you're if you're getting to the if you're getting around to replacing Connor, right? Because I'm I'm guessing that's what you're saying. Why not with Ma- that, yeah. Why not with McGovern? Is what I'm asking. Well, the thing is, is that I, I'm I'm really thinking this. If you name right now our five best power blockers, McGovern would be a center to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. So you go, you put McGovern, McGovern at center, and then you put um, Collins. If you put, if you want to move Collins, you we move him to uh, to the left left guard, and now you got your best power lineup right there. The sure. thing about it is, is that if we want, go down. No, I said sure. Yeah, and so that that that's just your most talent, and and you got some guys on the bench still can hold up on the right. He's been doing that, and then you say, okay, it's still a better right tackle than Connor Williams is a guard. I would say, yeah, and then so then you move Collins over there. Now, I still have memories of Collins not being well at guard. Everybody I, else have glowing I, I'm memories with, of him. I'm with you, brother. I, I, I don't. Here's the so here's here's where here's where we got to have this conversation, right? There's. I don't want to use the term fantasy because fantasy may be a bit harsh, but there's reality that I think we're, we're not really discussing here. And I want to talk about this with Big Duke. If y'all don't know who Duke Mannyweather is, please go look him up, but I'll have him on the show on Friday. Uh, I, I, need, I need people to think about this for a second. We're asking this team in, in, in four practices, maybe three practices, because they cannot practice this week, to shuffle everything around. So, Collins, we're going to put you at a spot you have not played nor practiced in four years. McGovern, we're going to throw you in at center. Now, you have been working around in that. Collins, we're going to kick you out, and we're going to keep you there still. That's a lot of, that's a lot of movement at the offensive line with three practices to go heading into the second half of the season. That's a lot. That, to me, feels like a break glass in case of emergency thing, not a hey, we're just going to shake things up just to shake it up type thing. Well, one of the things I do like them doing is just just, just investigating it and, and putting it out there just to see if this thing is going to work. What I like them doing is not resting on what we've done so far at 5-1. and one. This conference is going to be tough, man. they got some good teams at the top of this thing, and we're trying to be the last two because I think this year – is not a successful year unless we make it to the NFC Championship game. And so you look at some of these teams and you're saying, man, it's a, you know, we, we got Green Bay, which are not good, but they got a cowboy killer at number 12 at, at quarterback. I don't, like, I, I don't like to play that guy. Tampa Bay, who is stacked. Arizona, who got a quarterback that's going to give you, you all kinds of trouble. You're talking about offenses, though, right? Like, like, yeah, but that, I'm saying we're going to have to be able to score against those guys, right? Wait, 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 wait. Be better. You get what I'm saying? We're averaging, we 30, score we're averaging 35 points per game with this lineup. So we can score, right? And you're getting Lyle Collins yeah. back. No matter where the hell you put him, you're probably going to improve. Yeah. And and then, then we go back to Tampa Bay. And these teams don't have, I mean, I don't know about Green Bay's defense, but let's talk about it's Tampa's defense. Um, I, I don't want them to dictate to us what we can do. Which they did the first time, and I know we were successful or whatever. But I would, I like to be even-handed on that man. That you know, how do you want it, offense? You know, that that's yeah. how, I would like to do that throughout the game. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, I, I'm so mad that Greg Zerline missed the field goals. I'm so pissed. I'm so mad they didn't call the pass interference. You know why? Because we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't be having this conversation because 
they did exactly what they were supposed to do uh, in that game, and that was no, it was a numbers game. They didn't go into the game saying we're not going to run. Remember, they caught 28 running plays. Dak audible out due to the look, which he's supposed to do. And for the most part, B-Bird, it worked. We, we look at the numbers, yeah. the passing numbers, and we think, oh, well, we just came in there to try to air it out. No, we really didn't. We knew we had the advantage with those guys, so we were going to throw it 30, 35 times, but that number went up because of the looks, and it worked. There were a lot of uh, extended handoffs. Um, and that kept the clock rolling. Remember, we won time of possession by 10 points or by 10 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what yeah. you wanted to achieve in the run game, you achieved in the passing game. Um, yeah, I get you. So it's, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting. It's fascinating because I don't personally think they lost this game because they didn't run the ball. Then he lost his game because they didn't execute down in the red zone and they didn't make the damn field goals. We lost four points. Yeah. Four points from yeah, the kicker. Nah, you're, you're, you're he right. lost by two. You're right. And so let, I'll let you go on that. And, and hey, look, man, you bring up some good points, but I, I'll tell you this: it, it's just that I, I guess if we didn't have a Connor, Connor McGovern on the sideline, nor did we have a, a Steele who's playing outstanding, it's just hard for those, to see those guys go sit down, and we have people in the middle that are you know kind of suspect at this point in time. Yeah. And it seems like we want to get you know you always want to get your five best linemen on the field, uh, no different than your five, your three best wide receivers or your you know what I'm saying you want to always get those guys on the field. And so it's just interesting to me is that I want to be at our best. I don't want to be at our 95% best. I want to be at our 100% best and lay it out, out there on the line because I think if we can we can get those guys in there um, because I don't want uh, Carolina, uh, you know, Philadelphia to, to cloud our opinion because we ran all up and down the field on those guys. Those, mm-hmm. those are not the guys that we're going to face in, in the postseason. So, and I'll get off, but I took, took up enough time for you. No, brother, I love but, the conversation. Uh, hey, you keep up. Hey man, it's always great, man. You keep it up, man, and uh, I'm gonna get off this phone, and uh, we'll I'll continue listening to you, brother. Thank you, good brother. Appreciate you, B. Burt. Yeah, right. it, it's it's a fascinating conversation that we can continue to have here today, guys. It's uh, it's not a ba- it's not a bad thing to have that conversation. That's why I said what I said. Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not. Yesterday's price. It's not today's price. While I will sell on the I will sell on that happening while moving to to guard, I will buy the conversation because of the way that Terrence Steele was played. So there's my there's my kind of buy or sell answer on it. All right, let's get five eight zero, and then we'll get the lunatic in here. Whoa, 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 580, 580. What's going on over there, brother? Hey, sorry, hey, I'm not... Hey, um... Yeah, on this whole moving... You got to get to me real Probably. fast, brother, real fast. All right, my bad. Hey, you're moving times to go. Huh? Then yeah, who's that swing tackle? Hi, the He's not that good. Then... Also, moving Connor McGovern to center. Do we not remember he got blown off the line several times? So, and he's not worrying about hiking the ball. Yeah. So, if you move him to guard, I mean to center, what happens here? Nah, I'm with you. All right, I'm going to discuss that off air, all right, brother, because there's a lot going on in the background. 
my bad. Hey, it's man, but hey, good show. Love you. Hey, love, I just wanted to come uh, join, comment in a little bit, man. And, you know, we got to think big picture. If you're going to move one guy here, one guy there, then you're, 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 you're putting a weakness somewhere else. Musical chairs, unnecessarily. Yeah, I feel you. All right, bro. I appreciate yeah, it, man. So, all right. Take it easy, you, you too. Yeah, I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to rush you off there, but it's it's, it's real hard in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's again, it's a very fascinating conversation, and that's why we're going to have it. That's why I said what I said at the beginning of this whole thing. Let's have the conversation, and let's go into a little bit more detail. Um, I think right now the main issue with Connor Will- McGov- uh, Williams, too many damn Connors, Connor Williams, is the penalties. It's the penalties. He has nine penalties on the year. He was penalized, what, four times in the, the game on Sunday? Two, so I'll give, him a, I'll give him a mulligan on two of them. The one was a bull crap holding call. The other one, I'm glad he actually grabbed my guy because there could have been a, it could have been a terrible play had he not grabbed dude while he was hold, while he was he was manning up on one dude and grabbed the other guy with his hand. So that was actually a good hold if you want to call a hold a good hold. Um, but he's been penalized far too much. But when it comes to running, Cowboys are actually doing pretty good over there. They have a 77% success rate when they run behind the left guard, which is Connor Williams. Uh, they average over five yards per carry running behind Connor Williams. Weirdly enough, Zeke is not doing too great running off of on the right side. That, I don't think that's too much to do with Steele. I think he's doing great as a run blocker. Uh, but Pollard's the exact opposite. He's crushing it on the right side. Now, when these guys go wide right, it's immense success. When they went not off tackle, but wide right, they're just killing it, no matter who's running the ball over there. So my main issue with Connor is he has to clean up. He has to clean up the penalties. And I know one of our things we get on him about is, is getting bullied at the worst times. There, it, 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 that's true. There's times where he gets bullied, and you're like, come on, man, and get pushed back. But you know who was getting bullied even more? It was Tyler Biotish. And we'll get into a buy or sell about Tyler Biotish uh, uh, later. In fact, let's do it now before I get into the to the AB conversation. Buy or sell making a change at center during the buy. Buy or sell. And I'm going to jump into the phone lines. Let's let's get what I get in here. Montana, I got you. Montana, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Hey, well, I got one thing to say is everybody uh-huh. shut up and listen to what your owner is talking about. Everybody want to argue about Leo Collins being this world-beating right tackle when your owner said his position it's not promised. And your coach, your your coach talked about it. Uh, who else said it? Uh, Philbin also. No, nobody has came out and said this is what's happening. That's why I think the conversation is a, a fascinating conversation because no one's come out and said, "Hey, Lyle Collins is is playing right." T-. None of the coaches, at least. Now there's sources inside the building that people are reporting, but nobody's coming out. And honestly, I like it. I want everybody on the edge. I want everybody to have to compete. So I like. It. Hey, Jerry Jones said, oh, sooner or later, 
is going to be Steele and Lel Collins on the field. So what do that mean? Somebody's I'm, playing guard. I'm going to be real Somebody with you. Somebody's going to be playing guard. I'm going to be 100 with you here, Montana, and I would be a hypocrite if I sat here and took anything Jay has to say about football seriously because I've constantly came on this team, this channel and in life over the last 10 years and said I don't give a damn what Jerry Jones has to say. He's nothing but a mouthpiece right now, in my opinion, and, and, and this is more of a problem than it is like, hey, you should listen to Jerry. If your owner is going on, on in front of these cameras and telling you what's happening, that's more of a problem then it is a good thing. You you should hope right now that Jerry's just blowing smoke out of his ass because if you listen to the coaches, no one is saying any of this crazy stuff. Jerry comes out and says, oh, man, both of them can, are going to play on the field a lot together. Whoa. No, I don't, I, I Whoa. Know. Slow I down, Jerry. Eventually they'll be on the field. He, didn't, he just said, I don't know, man. McCarthy, when I heard his interview and and your boy Mike Fisher asked him and said, hey, man, you know, uh, is Lel Collins solidified at that right tackle? And McCarthy was like, well, we don't know. We're going to have a personnel meeting. Right. See, what I feel like what McCarthy did and what Joe Philbin did was the correct way to go about it, right? Um, they both basically acknowledged that what Lyle Collins is, acknowledge what Terrence Steele is, and they're going to have these cross-hall meetings, and they're going to figure some things out because there are options now. Um, so that's why I said I no one has come out and said that Lyle Collins is getting his tackle spot back, and that's why I think the conversation without, is very interesting. Which I feel like he shouldn't just have it back. Let him work for it. Oh, boy. Let him work for that. I don't give a damn. If so, it was so me, let me ask was, you. Hold, hold, hold on, because was, because the NFL is not Madden. So let me ask you a question. How does he work for it? No, this is this is what I'm saying. If it was me, and I was in Lel's position, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting me just walk right back in after seeing that man go out there and take advantage of my absence. I'm but, not expecting. No, no, that's a different conversation. I, that's why I said I, I like the fact that no one's coming out giving anybody a position. They're basically saying you got to earn, you got to not quote unquote earn it, but we're going to evaluate, right? I want everybody on edge. But my question to you is how how does he earn it then? It's funny when people in the chat be like, hey, it's glitching. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hold on, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Hold on. Are we back? Are we back yet? Let me know if we're back. I think we might be back, but just just give me one second here. I think we are back. Can I get a thumbs up in the chat if we are back and everything is kind of back to normal here? Thumbs up. Okay. Okay. We're good. All right. Montana, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay. I appreciate you guys sticking with us here. Go on ahead, brother. No, but what I'm saying is, like, look, bro, I don't know why people forget that Buddy was super solid at guard. Like, he didn't get drafted as a guard slash tackle. Yeah, I don't I – don't, So he can, yeah. play both, he can play both positions. Sure. You know what? I, I wish this kind of happened towards the end of the year because I feel like this conversation could be legitimate in the offseason. 
where they had time to work on this. It's just right now you're in the middle of midst of a really good season and shaking it up. Something like that is very, very tricky when you have continuity in production. Like we're, we're just, let's, let's not discuss this as, as if there's issues to the point of it's holding back your offense or it's a detriment to your offense right now. Right. It's really not. It's not, but when it comes down to playoff, when it comes down to playoffs, like your man said, the caller a few callers ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, the lunatic, the goat. You know, what I'm saying? Up, yeah. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get a chance to listen to bro. But what I'm saying is, like later down the stretch, I feel like with L at guard, Zach Martin at guard, it helps Tyler Beattis so much more. Then a Connor Williams and a Zach Martin. You see what I'm saying? And why is that? Because, like, you got a dude who excelled at that position, who were mauling guys at that guard position, stood on his own two. So you're saying own, you're saying physically own, it'll it'll help, not necessarily mentally. It'll help mentally too because he already knows what to do there. He hasn't played that position in five. I, I got to get Duke. I got to get Big Duke. I don't want to speak on this. I don't want to misspeak because I'm not an offensive line guru. But I, I'll get Big Duke on here and ask him: Is that transition midseason after not playing it in five years, four or five years, is that just something that happens fluently with no issues? I find that hard yeah. to believe. I find it, that hard to believe. It may be an issue. It may be an issue one or two games, but. What if those one or two? What if those one or two games is in the playoffs? It's like riding a bike. That's why you do it, is it? On, during okay. the bye. You know what I'm saying? It's like riding a bike, man. That's like me when when I didn't play ball for so many years. I got back out there. Yeah, I was a little rusty, but once I got there going, it was like riding a bike. It's it was like riding a bike. But that's all I got, man. I just want you to understand, this is coming from a dude that actually played a very long life on the field. Yeah, granted, I didn't make it to the NFL, but, hey, man, I was damn near close. I could have did it. I hear you, bro. I hear you. It's it's, it's, It's like riding a bike, man. I, I, I don't think either way, either opinion on this is necessarily some outrageous take. Uh but that's why we're discussing this. We want to discuss everything. Y'all know how we do here. Context, bro. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah, sir. Oh, always appreciate. Thank you, man. All right, you guys got. We gave y'all the. I gave y'all the, the question of the buy or sell on Tyler Biotish and the center change. I got to go back because there was a freeze up going on here. So let me go back and just kind of see what you guys are saying. So sell. There's absolutely buy by Steve. Sell John. Sell Felipe. Uh, sell Brian. Bye, says uh, GC. Chris said can go either way. Aegon, sell. Here's what I'm going to do. Because today's price is not yesterday's price, right? I think that Tyler Biotish has played better the last two games in blocking. I get a little scared, though, with the with the snap center exchange thing. That, that, that still has me a little worried. But um, this is one where I can buy it. I can buy it. Um, I can buy Connor McGovern getting a shot at the center position in in the bye week. 
I, I would like to see it moving forward because I understand Connor Williams has struggled with power from you know, but for the most part he he's been he's been fine over there. But Biotis really has struggled with power. And, and something if you had to pick one or the other, I think I'd pick Biotis at this moment. All right. So real quick before we get back into the lines, I want to get back to the third burning situation facing the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and I think it's at the cornerback position. And it's about one Anthony Brown. Uh, Al Harris was asked about asked about Anthony Brown yesterday, and he had some glowing words. So here we go. Buy or sell Anthony Brown remaining the cornerback two for the rest of the season. And I'll let Coach Harris talk about AB. I'm so happy that you, you mentioned that um, because uh, Trey is having an outstanding year. Outstanding year. Can't take that from him. But if you look at Mr. Brown's play, Mr. Brown is playing some hell of a football right now. He's doing a really good job and may be one of the most consistent guys on the defense. Consistent and what? Can you walk us through that a little bit more and just what he does so well? Just coverage. Just coverage. If you turn, if you turn the tape on, it's coverage. Um, he's covering this guy. Um, everybody's going to get beat here and there. He played a position. But um, he wins way more than he loses. And as a coach, you know, all you can ask for is consistency, consistency and contested throws when you're in man-to-man coverage or when you're in. I mean, he's not lying there, and I apologize, guys, for cutting that off. I didn't mean to do that there. <laughs> but he's not lying there about A.B. So buy or sell Anthony Brown keeping his cornerback two starting position for the re- remainder of the season. I'm going to go with buy. I'm going to go with buy. Um, listen, man, again, today's price is not yesterday's price. And A.B., after the week one and two or week one or two, I, I wouldn't have never said something like this. But, you know, he has been consistent. He's been better. And remember one of the things that I said about A.B.? I've been saying about A.B. for like the last two, three years, it seems like. Was, man, I, w- I like him better in zone, yada, yada, yada. I don't like him in man, yada, yada, yada. A.B.'s actually been better in man this year, like a lot better in man. So I'm going to buy this. And the fallout to that is, well, what do you do with your second-round pick? Well, right now, you just prepare him as a depth guy. You prepare him as a depth guy. Let's get into the the chat here. Buy, a lot of buys, buy. Derek says buy, but I think we hit on our other second-round pick, and that is what gets us to the Super Bowl by a lot that this is a great see this is great this is why this is what we try to do here we, we have these conversations every week and try to figure these things out there's nobody in here tripping there's nobody allowing their opinion to have them and I appreciate that because all you have is what you see and what I'm seeing is improved play from Anthony Brown. Does that mean he's not going to get beat? No, coach said it there. You're going to get beat sometimes. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Am I, am I super confident if he has to go up against a- Antonio Brown again? No. If he has to face a Devontae Adams? No. But most cornerback twos can't handle a Devontae Adams, a, an Antonio Brown, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's going to be issues. But let's be real. Do we think that Kelvin Joseph is just going to come in and erase these guys either? No, nah, not right now. 
Not right now. So I, I buy it. Yes, Parker. Let me say this. I buy it today. May buy it for a few more weeks. But he has a great test coming up next weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. I think this team needed this test because they ran into a, a streak of, after the first two weeks, not many weapons, not many good passing offenses. Um, and this will be a great one of those checkmark games to me. At, at first, I wasn't sure when they were one and three, but I'm going to call this one a checkmark game. And then the next one, I think, is the Kansas City game. And the reason why I'm calling it a checkmark game is because of, I know we make fun of uh, Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins can throw the rock. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, they're going to present some challenges to the secondary, and I can't wait to see if these boys are up to the challenge. Hey, I appreciate y'all for sticking around here too, man. We're going to hop back into the phone lines. That's why I fool with y'all, man. I fool with Cowboys Nation, man. Things happen, and y'all still come on right back, so I appreciate that. Um, All right, let's get to Reek. And then we're going to get to my guy in the 972. Reek, what it is, what it do? Yeah, what's going on, Sky, man? Good morning. Good morning, Cowboy Nation. Uh, I just wanted to say we still them boys. And still them people boys. ain't calling right now. Everybody, everybody <laughs> quiet. Why I've been you? looking for them, but they ain't looking for me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I want everybody just to chill, man. Right, these people know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Lyle Collins, we know he'll mess up. He know he'll mess up. He know he got to pick his game back up. Jerry and them just lighting a fire up under his butt to let him know, we watching you, bro. If you mess up, we got somebody for you. That's basically what they're saying to him. They're not trying to shuffle this line up like that. Bruh, the man feel bad that like he that. wasn't around and Dak, and Dak got hurt on his watch while, while he wasn't on the field because of something that he had going on. He felt bad. Why do you think he was working out with Dak in the offseason? Y'all don't remember the videos? Mm-hmm. All right. This man knows that he has to get back in there and buckle down and we, we don't even hear nothing else but good things coming from his side of the field. That right tackle position is his position. Bruh, I know Terrence still, he's been playing good. Got to give him his credit. But we got a long season, and we need depth. Depth is the name of the game when it's close to playoff time. And if somebody say fall down and say, ouch, throughout the season, we got solid people to back up. And I, think, and I think, Reek, even more so on this team, that, that's one of the things I want. I kind of want to harp on a little bit uh, to, to Cowboys Nation is, remember, this is a team that has tackles that are, unfortunately, aren't reliable for 16 games. We've already seen it with Lyle Collins, and, and, and we've seen it for the last five years with Tyron Smith due to his injuries. Um, I think this is, this can be, I think this is a legit, real discussion conversation for the future. I really do because I don't know if, if we can trust Lyle for the future. And that's unfortunate because he's a, yeah. I think he's a great player, but he has the injury problems and then obviously you don't get put in in the in the, the, the suspension and into the program if you aren't adhering to what they're asking for, right? So, you know, it's something to mm-hmm. think about and and honestly going into next year due to no Connor Williams, right? Um and maybe you don't want to put McGovern there if you do want to work Collins back into that and put uh, and put Terrence Steele right tackle. I could totally entertain that because now you have the opportunity to fix what's behind them. So if you move Collins and Steele's your starter, who's your swing, right? 
What what are we doing with the center yeah. position? Maybe you can have the competition there. You can work on a lot of things at that point. But I do think this is a real conversation uh, for a, a more of an immediate, not immediate, but more of a long-term impact next year. And, and, and that's my thing. Let's wait the offseason to talk about all this stuff. My whole thing is like this. We about to get it back uh, uh, motivated, pissed off, Lyle Collins. He's gonna get. He already. He know what damn everybody's talking about. He see what the media talk about. He see Jerry talking. That dude about to be pissed off, and he's about to bring it. You know what I'm saying? Like him and Zach Martin on the same side, bro. I know still been doing his thing, but he ain't on his level. No, That's all I'm gonna say. So he ain't I went, on that man level. I went back and I watched the the Tampa Bay game. Um, I just couldn't stop smiling at Lyle. Mm-hmm. I think we're forget. Lyle was really good in that game. And he went up against. Mm-hmm. He didn't go up against Kerrigan. He didn't go. He went up against uh, uh, JPP and Shaq Barrett, and he stifled those dudes. And he was just as nasty in the run Shut game as still has been. So um, it's it's going to be exciting to get him back. I don't care where the hell they put him, but it's going to be exciting to get him back. I personally wanted to be at right tackle yeah. because I want to have two bookends. I don't ever have to worry about. And with Lyle, you can do some 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 different things. Um, but but yeah, man, it's going to be great to get Lyle back. Can I can I say this? Can I say this one thing? It, Tell me if the fans didn't see when Guyton did a spin move, put uh, your boy still in the spin cycle, and Dak barely got the damn ball off and he got hit still. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy, put him in the spin cycle and came straight at him and hit Dak. You know what I'm saying? So we can't act like, we can't act like uh, still ain't – uh, people ain't uh, finessing still a little bit on that side. Oh, yeah. He's and not, still hitting Dak. Yeah, I think there. I think you know there's no saying? contest. We, I think everyone is agreeing that he's not close. In my, opinion. I don't think he is, but he's he's not in that same realm of Aleo Collins at right tackle. But he has been a really solid replacement. And in my opinion, yes. for most teams, he probably could start, and and people will will live with his deficiencies. Uh, but the difference here is you got a guy that's better than him at that position. Exactly. I don't see how people don't see that. We got a good problem on our hands. Good, we good. we know if somebody say, ouch, we got somebody to put right there. Yeah. Like, come on, Cowboy Nation. Let's be more let's be grateful for the for the uh the fruits that we have on this team, man. Let's be grateful for this stuff, man. We doing a good job. Let's steady the course. Let's go win this thing, man. Let's let's punch this ticket and get in. Once we get in, hey man, best man win. Yeah. All right, I'm up out of here, Sky Man. Hey, appreciate you. Have man. a good one. Yep. Peace. Get my guy Mel. What's going on, Mel? Oh, I meant to get. Man. I meant to get my guy. I got you next. Nine seven two. What's up, Mel? Uh, man, you, you got you got me up at six a.m. Sky tuning into the show, baby. About <laughs> man, that's uh, right. Oh, I oh, forgot oh, you on the West Coast. Man, yeah, bro. We out here on the West, man. We out here on the West, but yo, this this Lyle and uh. And uh, my man Tim Steele, this this what we call rich, and uh, you know the rest. Bro. I know what you're saying. I already know what you're saying. That, you're right. That that that's what this is, man. We we five and one. We rolling. We gotta appreciate this time because this time last year, it was a whole lot of tears and all of that going on. We really gotta just, you know, R E L A X. Relax, man, and, and just appreciate what we got going on right now because it's a great time for us as fans. The team is rolling. Um, when Lyell is healthy, or I, I know not not healthy, but you know when he's back ready to play, yeah, he gonna step back in there. 
And if you if you think for a second that Tyron is gonna play sixteen games, I'm not trying to speak nothing I'm, ill. I'm not holding I'm my breath. Saying, <laughs> you, you're gonna need Terrence Steele again in this season. At some point, you're gonna need Terrence Steele again in this season. You don't want to just, you know, uh, try to do something funky here with Lyell and all of that. Just Terrence Steele came in, man. He did a great job for us. When Lyell is back ready, we'll put Lyell back in there. We'll move Terrence Steele back to the swing and, and keep rolling, man. Um, I'm buying A.B. right now. Uh, I like what he's doing at the corner. Is A.B. perfect? No, he's not a number one corner, so I don't know why the ex- the expectation is not for him to be a number one corner. Right. He's a number two corner. So, I mean, as a number two corner, honestly, the only time he really just been getting – like he got torched by one of the best receivers of all time in in in, in uh, Antonio man Antonio one of the best receivers of all time. Like regardless of the off field stuff, this dude is, is I think he's got like the record for fastest to a thousand catches, right? Am I wrong? Or, oh, AB Hall of uh, he, Hall of Fame. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast, man. So I mean, like of course Anthony Brown gonna get get torched by him. But other than that, he's been doing solid this year, man. He ain't doing a bad job, and I'm going to be keeping 100. I haven't really seen enough of boss man, or I ain't calling him boss man. I'm calling it whatever his real name is. Yeah, I ain't really seen enough of Joseph to be like, I'll just snatch A.B. off and start this dude. I still got to see more. I saw him in the preseason. He really he wasn't perfect in the preseason. It wasn't really nothing there to be like, yo, this dude is special. Leave AB in there, man. Keep it rolling as it going. Uh, man, keep doing your thing, Sky. Love the show, bro. I'm gonna tune back in, man. Let you get to the rest of the callers, but let's just appreciate this time, fans. Like we we done been through a lot, man. We done been through way, way, way too much. We got a top quarterback. We got uh, you know the best receiving corps in the league. We got, you know, McCarthy is doing a, a solid job, man. Just we gotta, we gotta be a little bit more, a little bit more grateful. I do get wanting to improve, so I'm not saying like, you know, let's not have some of these things in the back of our mind, but let's make sure they're in the back of our mind and not in the front of our mind. Indeed, bro. But uh, keep doing your thing, brother, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune back in and uh, enjoy the show, man. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, AB is, is is having a good year in my opinion. Uh, didn't start out that way, but these are these are good problems, man. That's, and I tried to if you missed the beginning of this show or the beginning of this segment, I I wanted to preface that that these are good quote unquote problems that the Cowboys have on their hands. Um, they potentially have depth now, right at cornerback that we thought they may not have had, and they absolutely have depth at tackle that we were like, there's no way that they have. So I like it. All right, let me lock the phone lines up because they are full and uh, we're going to to get through these for the rest of the, the show and then we'll rock out. Uh, let me get to my God and skipped you like twice. My bad, man. 972, what it is, what it do? Sky, Los. What up, Los? Let me save you, man. <laughs> yeah, what up, man? Good morning, good morning. Hope you're having a good one. Hey, uh, I'm just going to say this, bro. People must forget Collins on tape. When he's healthy and he's on the right mindset, oh, for sure they forget. He's a great pass protector and a very aggressive in the run game. I don't know if you ever seen this run. I think it was like five years ago. 
where he just pancaked the out of uh, what is it, the Clinton docks. He can get up the field and make create more lanes. So I don't think if even if we move Steele to guard, you know, we we won't miss much on the pass protection or the run game. I just feel it's going to come up to these coaches to decide what is the best formula to put everyone in the best situation. Because I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't think this O-line has a huge ego. I think all they care about is keeping Dak upright because I think they know we move as number four goes, like, honestly. So my, my dream would be having Tyron Smith on left, having a left guard at Steele, center. I'm still iffy. I ain't going to lie. Steele at guard. The center, yeah, the center spot is really iffy. We took Travis Frederick for for granted, I ain't gonna lie, but I mean, I would still just have Biotis just because he has the reps already. Uh, Mart Martin is a guaranteed and right guard, and Collins at right tackle. That is interesting. So that, that was, yeah, appreciate you, Los. I'm gonna get, oh, I'm gonna get oh, to that. One, oh, go ahead. One more thing. Uh, AB, let me talk about AB real quick. Uh, the cornerback position is the most exposed position in football. People. Forget about that. I think it's the second most difficult position in the National Football League now, next to quarterback. Exactly. Because there's, like, you're always going to get beat. There's, you know, you just have to put on the mindset to forget this play, let's move on to the next. So, A.B. is solid. He has, he's he's been getting better during man, like you said. However, like, my, I think his weaknesses that the coaches need to adjust a little bit more would just be him leaving him one-on-one over the top and without, like, he basically without help all the time. I'm not scared of leaving him one-on-one, but if those routes are going deep, then, yeah, I'm scared because his catcher speed is a little iffy at times, you know. I, but I, other no, 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 no. He, he has fine speed. I, I think, though, what you'll see moving forward, depending on the matchup, is you'll see him have help for sure, right? Like, you, if you get to Arizona and you get – uh, Hopkins matched up with AB. I'm pretty sure that safety is going to be cheating towards uh, Ant- Antonio Anthony Brown. So, uh, but the last few weeks, you you didn't really have to worry about AB one on one with some of these dudes. They ain't been that only good receiver. Like, really was more <laughs> DJ Moore. So you could uh, you could attempt to go one on one with AB the last four weeks. But but once you get into some of these playoff teams, nah, I don't think you do that. Exactly, and like I said, there's not a lot of Deion Sanders that just come out of trees, you know? There's none. I mean... There aren't any. Exactly. Exactly. Like, even Richard Sherman, he only had, like, one and a half good years, and then he became he came down to earth. So the cornerback position, let's, let's not take it for granted. It's up to the coaches to put the... the yep. Call up the right plays and put the position to the... Or put the plays in the right position. My bad. And one last thing... Um, McCarthy, I'll give him his. I'll give him his props. He has gotten us to five and one. Like, when have when was the last time we have not we have gone into five and one? You know, and I'm I'll give Jason Jason Garrett. You know, whatever he got to five and one before. I'm about to say we've been five and one. Yeah, but I, but I don't think that was much more of the coaching, more of the talent we had that year in 2016. I think I truly truly believe guy that our, our our position players during the Jason Gitter era was overcoming so much bad coaching during that time. Yeah, I and always said America- that the players, the horses overcame the coaching there for sure. But I, I could I could argue that right now too. But I think right now what you have is 
Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn just on a different stratosphere than uh, who was calling the plays than Jason Garrett, Scott Linehan, and Rod Marinelli ever were. They're on a different stratosphere right now. But you still need to have some of the Jimmys and Joes, right? Exactly. And and I guess I'll leave it to this. I don't know if you saw the sounds from the sideline or anything, but, I mean, I did not see that juice from the Jason Garrett era. I mean, you see these Cowboys we have today, they're hungry. I don't know what McCarthy has done, or I didn't, I, I really don't know. I truly, I truly hope he can improve, like, in his time management. But whatever he's doing, we got these boys hungry. He does, so We can't give them, you know, this, this credit for that. He does, bro. But, you know. All right, let, let me keep it moving, though, Los. I got to get you going, man. Let's run with him. Let's get to the Super Bowl, man. How about yes, the Cowboys? Appreciate Peace. you. All right, let's me get two o two in the building. I can't, I, I can't keep y'all on the phone for five minutes, man. We got too many callers up here. What's going on, two o two? Two o two going once. Two o two going twice. Two o two so. Two eight one. What it is? What it do? I guess don't know about what two eight one. You hear? All right, we're gonna Good sell. Up. There you go, two eight one. What's up? Good morning, Skywalker. How good, you doing? Good morning, good sir. How are you? Can't complain. I, I just wanted to call in, let you know that uh, my name is Terrence the Doc Williams. What's up, Doc? My dad, the Doc, the D O C, not the D R. Much respect to Dr. Jeff. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But our team is great. Everybody needs to calm down in Cowboys Nation. We're fine. We'll be fine. And it's a blessing to be a winner now compared to the last year. And let's just ride and enjoy the ride. That's all I wanted to say this morning. And I wanted to uh, keep up the great work, my brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call, man. Okay. Yeah. Let's enjoy it, man. So maybe we just need to hear this sometimes to kind of calm down. Hey, hey. Ain't nobody calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, are you still involved? Just gotta calm down. Yeah. Calling me, texting me, paging me. Asking me, am I still involved? Y'all usually check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm still involved. Hey! Man starts speaking tongues on. <laughs> hey, Doc came in. Doc, you sound like you should be on the radio, man. 1400 to touch back back home at 717. Late night. Listening to 1400 to touch. This is Doc. Your station DJ. Couple of y'all that got those, man. But yeah, yeah. I love these conversations, though. But uh, end of the day, man, these are these are great conversations because they're they're great problems to have. You're five and one with a bunch of depth. Last time we could say that, it's crazy. Uh, five one two. What it is? What it do? Hey, what up, Sky? What up, Cowboy Nation? Um, first of all, you know I'm vibing with all these previous callers. Uh, I'm on the train. Let's be grateful. We got a good thing going here. <clears throat> if I would have told you. Before the season, we're five and one. We're scoring thirty-five points a game. It's backup right tackle. Why would we? Why would we? Uh, let's let's move everything around. Let's switch that up. That's not good enough. I I think that's crazy. 
So I'm, I'm definitely selling Lyell to left guard. That doesn't make any sense. Um, I know I think we've hit on that. I agree with a lot of the points that have been made, but I think one I can add to that is that, you know, I think it's going to open up the play calling for, for Kellen Moore. When he can get Dak another half second back there, Gallup coming back, Ooh. I think we're going to see a lot of down-the-field balls. I think you're going to see Dak holding on to that ball a little bit longer because right now he's the quickest to get rid of that ball in the league. So I think that's going to be a big help. Um, then I, I think the other the other conversation we were having to govern the center. Sure. I, I think there's a little bit a little bit of potential there. I think we can explore that. But again, we got a good thing going. Uh, we got the depth. If if Biotis goes down, we have somebody that can step in, fill in. Uh, things will be good there. Um, and and we got to remember, Biotis is only a, a few starts into his career. Correct. He's getting better. You know, Connor Williams struggled his first couple of years, and now he's 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 a little bit of above average left guard. I think that we're working with. So, you know, by the end of the year, we can see some improvement. Maybe he learns how to set in his little his, his little pass set a little a little better. Um, but moving on, I know you're trying to get us up out of here. Uh, you know, AB, AB on the outside. Um, you know, uh, I got to admit, I was a little bit of a hater. I wasn't, uh, you know, happy with, with him out there, especially after game one. I was like, see, I told you so, but, uh, you know, he's proven me wrong. I'm wrong there, you know, and, you know, everybody would love to have Trayvon Diggs on both sides of the field, but, you know, we got to be grateful for what we have. AB's been busting his ass here for, yes. uh, you know, several years now so I'm grateful for him the work he's putting in um you know and if we keep getting that pressure it's not going to really matter there on the back end so um and I just wanted to reiterate uh to everybody you know let's just be grateful uh, you know as my dad would say in Spanish calmantes montes pajaros cantantes which basically translates to chill out we're good <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, and, and the one other thing I kind of want to throw out there, I know we haven't really been talking about this, and I haven't heard much about Jordan Lewis all year. You know, I've tried to been following in the games. Uh, uh, so if you could just kind of throw your thoughts out there on, on what, what, you, what you're seeing out of Jordan Lewis um, and, and, and what you're thinking there, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, hang up and, and listen in. Thanks, thanks, Scott. Thank you for the call, man. Thank you. Uh, real quick. Eric Wells says, nice show, first-time observer from Southwest Florida. Appreciate you coming through, Eric, and I'm glad you enjoy the show. That's why I always try to make sure we put on these type of shows, uh, good shows, because you never know who's watching for the first time. Um, I'm going to answer that A-B question, but I got to be burdened. I've been missing all the Super Chats. I apologize. It's just been some really good conversation going on here. You can know the conversation good when it's getting a little heated in the chat. I kind of like that a little bit because it's respectable heat. You know what I mean? Super Chat. Uh, B. Burr with the $5 donation. He says, if we had this depth in prior years, then we wouldn't have signed Zeke, Lawrence, Cooper, or Collins uh, with the backups. We couldn't be held hostage. Uh, interesting. Um, I would disagree on Coop and Collins. I don't think, I think you signed Cooper. He's an elite receiver. I think they got ahead of Collins. I think he, you know, they had the vision, the foresight to be a top tackle. Zeke and Lawrence are interesting, though. Those ones are interesting. I don't, I don't know that that they signed. I still don't think they should have signed him when they signed him. But interesting conversation. I half agree a little bit with that one. Uh, so, Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis continues. I say this a lot with Jay Lewis. It seem like, seems like the last two years. He is what he is. It's not spectacular. Not bad. Just a solid average player. Um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I, I think Jordan Lewis has topped out, at least here in Dallas. 
I thought that they were going to move on because you have four years, and I don't think you ever saw Jordan Lewis kind of break through that 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 uh, ceiling to be a top tier corner. Um, I don't think J. Lou is a bad corner by any means. Some people do. Some people think J. Lou gets burnt or what have you. I think he does struggle with the over routes, the the the, the uh, mesh routes, and things like that. But a lot of cornerbacks do. Here's why I just think he is what he is. I mean, he hasn't really been a detriment to the team. He hasn't really. He isn't the ball guy. A lot of people want to make him out to be. Uh, but he hasn't he hasn't been a detriment either. So uh, I think he's he's solid for right now. I don't know that you really touch him. He hasn't proven that you need to bench him or anything like that. Um, so keep him moving. Keep him moving. He, he's real interesting, man. He, you don't hear his name usually at all. He gave up a big third down in the third or fourth quarter, but you don't hear his name at all. That could be a good thing. Could be a good thing. So I have no problem with, with Jordan Lewis right now. Uh, but you do have some cornerbacks in the hole there, like Kelvin Joseph, that maybe can push him and in, in, uh, A.B. next year. All right. We're going to go 817 to 903, and we'll see if 202 is in the building. 817, what it is, what it do? Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, it's going great, man. Yeah, this is Drummer Cam here. What's um, up, Drummer Cam? Let me get you up in here, Drummer Cam. Let me save your name. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so Tyler Biotis, we got to talk about this because I'm 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 kind of tired of hearing about Tyler. Like we're we're getting so technical. We're impatient, aren't we? Like, like yeah. <laughs> it's, well, we do this with every rookie. I mean, we do. But Tyler, we got to remember Tyler Biotis is a fourth round draft pick, and he's in year two. He's starting. All right. So, and and we saw this with Dak. You year one. You look great. Year two, you take a step back. It is a natural progression for rookies uh, from the draft, especially later round draft picks, to take time to develop. A year two dip in performance is completely normal. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's the nature of life of being on tape. Once you get on tape, they know how to work on you. Right. And you've got to overcome that in year three when you get into your off season and he puts on, you know, he does the off season peanut butter, puts on some more weight, goes into some more training. And then, you know, year three, year four, we should see pro- progression. And he's got good feet. Like he's, he gets That's up the true. field. He, he's got good feet. Like he's got potential to be a pro bowler. It's there. He's just, we just got to give him time. I think, and from, he needs more reps. I think what so stop talking about yeah. taking it away from him. I think what it sounds like is, is his hand placement right now and, and his strength. Uh, and, and maybe thinking about a bunch of things at the center position. But it, it is interesting conversation, one second, because he's only had like four starts last year. So so he's not seasoned at all. He's still learning the position, and obviously he's not Travis yeah. Frederick who came in and he was really good his rookie year and then just took off to Hall of Fame level uh, after that. But um, yeah, I'm I, I, listen. I'm torn on this. I'm torn on it. I'm not gonna lie. Part of me is is with the with with you. Like, hey, let's slow down. He's, he's a rookie, and things like that. Uh, the other part of me is like, man, I'm real interested to see what McGovern has, and and mostly because I'm reading the tea leaves of the team. They clearly saw something wrong, or uh, maybe uh oh, we probably should look into this last year when they elected to keep Jumbo Joe, Joe Looney at center. And Looney was really just an average center for the most part of his tenure here in Dallas. And then we're like, okay, maybe it was just a veteran thing. So offseason comes, 
and you get down to Oxnard and they're like, well, maybe we should start working in Connor Williams at center. And he was getting first team reps. He was starting games in preseason. So I'm like, okay, now they're, they're must, they must be really concerned. What's the issue here? And then the season starts and we see Tyler Biotis kind of up and down struggling a bit. And they talk about working McGovern. So there's clearly smoke. There's smoke to this fire. But how much smoke yeah. is it? It may be too early right now. In, in, in my rebuttal to that whole conversation with Brian Broaddus, because I, I had that same thought too, and I was like, damn, he's reading my mind. Because <laughs> um, I, I sat there and I went through it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, they were working with Connor in the, in the, in the offseason uh, or in the preseason uh, time period in training camp and all that. And, and there's a possibility, but it also could be the Cowboys or the, the coaching staff was like, well, Connor McGregor and Connor Williams Connor are McGregor. stronger. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, both Connors are stronger than Tyler is it, And it could be a better product to put on the field. Right. And, and yeah, I, I can see that, but you've got a guy that's playing and he's not getting you killed. Right. And I like McGovern at fullback. I really do. I think that shit works. And, and to, to even iterate this further, with Collins coming back, now you can adjust your protection to the left side if you need to. You're not worried about that right side with Terrence Still because they're still bouncing back and forth. Do what? What's a, oh? You're saying it with with Collins coming back playing where though? No, no, no right tackle. Okay, <laughs> please. So you're, he goes to right tackle. Okay, so you're not. So you're saying, hey, I got I got Collins and I got Zach Martin over. There. I don't I don't need to worry about anything. So now I can kind of shade my protection towards Connor Williams and, and Biotis. Exactly. So what, why why make adjustments when the adjustment right there, McGovern at fullback stays, your line stays intact, Collins goes back to right tackle. You can adjust Zeke, Pollard, whoever, fullback on that left side, and and and, and Dak is making those calls. Like so, I I am fully confident in four to say, I need protection on this left side. They're coming. I'm going to help out my, my offensive line and make this adjustment. Yeah. He does it in the game all the time. I trust four. I trust Collins. And I'm willing to live with the product that is on the field right now because take Connor Williams and take Tyler B. Oddish and put him on the trade block. You're going to have offers all over the place. I guarantee you they're going to go start for some other team. And I, I, trust, because, I trust Joe Philbin, too. Yeah. We – we are so spoiled at offensive line in Dallas Cowboys country that we are. Uh oh, losing it, losing it. I'm losing a drummer. So, uh, last thing, AB. Look, he's staying at number two as long as Bassman, Bossman doesn't come in and flash. If he comes in and he starts taking away the ball, you know maybe there's a. Con- I I would alter this. Is I like Bossman. If he even if he starts coming in flashing, I like Bossman uh, at that number three spot in those big nickel, big dime packages because he can take away that middle. He's a little taller. He can take away those slants and yeah. those dump offs. And if you've got your Bill Cox on the other side doing the same thing, and he starts showing up, right now we're taking those rub routes and those crossing routes and those slants in the middle. We're taking. We can start taking that away. We get start getting some better linebacker play. So uh, <laughs> that's all I got, man. I appreciate it. Great, great show, and, and and tops off to you, man. You guys are doing great. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. Great call. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually excited to see Boss Man for the future. I think he can develop 
but he's still very young at the technically he's young at the position in general. He didn't play many games in college, so he needs to develop. Um, as for the offensive line, this conversation will continue later in the week, and I'm bringing on Duke Mannyweather. Like I said, as long as everything goes well, uh, we had Duke on last year during the hype to talk about the offensive line, and, and this year he's been making the rounds uh, at dot com with the Dallas Cowboys team. Um, and I want to bring him on here so we can have this conversation here as well because I've heard him talk about Tyler and I've heard him talk about Connor and then Terrence and Lyle and all those guys. So let's bring him here on A to Z Sports with Skywalker Friday. He'll be here Friday morning if all goes well. So make sure you guys are in here early, earlier than me. <laughs> make sure y'all are here. And uh, I think it'll be an awesome conversation um, to have. With Duke to hear, ask him, ask him some questions that, you know, I'm not an offensive line guru, you know, he's the offensive line guru and he's worked with every single last one of these guys that we're talking about. So that's going to be a pretty cool conversation. Pretty, pretty cool conversation. All right, listen, I'm going to try 202 one more time, but if you're not here, 202, you got to go. 202, you there? All right, 202, we're going to kick you off the line, brother. Kick you off the line. Before we close out with 903, do me a favor, guys. If you have not, please, please, please hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the channel. It is Esports Dallas. The community is growing. The channel is growing. We want to continue to rise in the ranks and become one of, the, one of your go-to stops for Dallas Cowboys. Not just news and notes and updates, but opinions and takes. And I personally think we're one of the best interactive shows and channels out there right now because we you know allow you and make you a part of the conversation every single day man every single day all right 903 close us out what you got for us 903 hey what's going on my man what's up brother how are you yeah. uh-oh uh-oh and man that guy, I will definitely. The conference has been unlocked. I don't lock. I'm a guy, Professor. Oh, come back in here, Professor. Oh, yeah. You 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 breaking up here, man? You were breaking up. Oh yeah. yeah hopefully, whenever I step out of the car, I'll have a little bit better reception. Can you hear me all right? Now I can hear you. Oh, good. All right. So I heard uh, you're having Duke on the show. Yes. Excellent choice. That guy is impressive. Uh, second thing. Uh, the conference has been locked. He was digging the vibe this morning, and, man, he was right. Who's I'm that? digging the vibe this morning. Uh, it was it was a couple callers ago, uh, like four or five callers ago. Okay. Then the last dude said Conor McGregor. <laughs> Hilarious. Because, you know. He kind of plays like that, doesn't he? Uh-oh, man. I, I got to let you go, 903. I got to let you go, brother. Unfortunately, man, your, your, your service. Make sure you just you get some good service next time, bro. And um, we'll get you going. We'll get you going. All right, so I thought he was going to be the last caller. But my man finally got back to me. My guy, Professor O. It is Wednesday, and we're trying to make Wednesdays you know, our Professor O's Obscure Stats of the Week. And I think I got you, Professor O. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into that segment to actually end the show with our guy, 
Professor of What's up, man? Good morning, Sky. How are you? What's going on, man? I am. Enjoying this Wednesday, victory Wednesday coming after last week, the epic finish. uh, I'm feeling good. Um, What I wanted to do with the stats this week was it's bye week, right? So I wanted to give some bye stats to give people an idea on what we've been doing recently in the last decade and the last 20 years, give or take. So since 2011, Dallas is six and five in the game following the bye week. Since 2013, we're 12 and eight. So that's a 60% win rate after the bye. Um, Mike McCarthy overall is 9-5 and five as a head coach coming after the bye. So he's been pretty successful throughout his career in the games leading or following after a bye week. So hopefully the team will be ready to go, and I'm sure they will for the Vikings next week. Um, I did want to touch on a few different things. The first is our yards per carry for our running backs on first down this year is insane. So Zeke's averaging 5.3 yards per carry in the first half. Or, sorry, overall, 5.3 yards per carry on first down overall. 6.5 yards per carry in the second half on first down, which is nuts. Um, Tony Pollard is averaging 6.6 yards per carry on first down carries and 7.1 yards per carry on first down in the second half. So both of our teams are both back. Yeah, 6.5 and 7.1 on first down rushes in the second half for Zeke and Pollard, which is crazy. Um you know, as we talk about Kellen Moore and his progression as our play caller, there's a few things, uh, there's quite a few things that you can point out and be happy with um, the growth. But I wanted to talk about 12 personnel in particular because I know that that's something that you touched on and a lot of the Cowboys YouTube community did as well. Um, last year, the Cowboys were in 12 personnel. So for those that don't know, that's one back, two tight ends, um, 21% of the time. This year, we've been in 12 personnel 33% of the time which is the third most in the entire NFL. So that's a huge progression right there. And what have we seen from that? So in 12 personnel, Dak is averaging 9.4 yards per attempt with a 116 quarterback rating. So what about our running backs? How are they doing in 12 personnel? We're averaging 5.3 yards per carry running it out of 12 personnel. So it really doesn't matter if we're rushing or passing. When we're in 12 personnel, we're eating, essentially. So wanted to highlight that. And then uh, the last stat I wanted to leave you with, because it's such a huge change from, of pace from the last, we'll say, 15 years, the Cowboys' average yards to go, and when I, it means the average starting position to end zone to start a drive, is 46 yards this year, which ties with Buffalo for number one in the NFL. Turnovers. Which is So we're getting the ball because of our defense getting short fields and that's resulting in us only needing 46 yards to score touchdown. And that's, you know, contributing heavily to why we're scoring 30 plus points a game. So hopefully we continue to see 12 personnel. It doesn't really matter, you know, if we have Gallup back in, because I saw somebody in the chat mention that Gallup's going to get his snaps regardless if we're in 12 or 13 or three or whatever personnel they go with. So whether it's one, two or three wide, we're going to see 12 personnel because we're doing well. And I think that, you know, kind of helps with a guy like Terrence Steele and his growth as he's out there, you know, having a, a tight end there to chip before releasing, you know, it helps with him as well. And Dak's getting the ball out quickly. So just want to touch on that. You know, kudos to you. The show is phenomenal. Thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. My man. Appreciate you, Professor O. That is Professor O. Matt Owens. Obscured Stats of the Week. You can find his work on the Cowboys Wire he is a football data scientist 
for the Cowboys wire. He provides amazing statistics that come with context. And I, I, I like to try to write now. He doesn't call me and tell me about him. I always tell him, I don't want to know. I want to hear them because I want to be surprised. And I am very surprised at the um, success rate under 12. Not surprised at the success rate, but the numbers are eye-popping, man. Nine, over nine yards per attempt in 12 and doing amazing on the ground. That's awesome. And I've seen someone in the chat say, yeah, we'll run a little bit more 11, though, when Gallup gets back. Yeah, sure. You know what that means? 12, 11. How you want to get beat? Do you want to get beat bully ball with these two tight ends that I could pop you with a play action? Do you want to get beat if I spread you out? How you want to get beat? And I and I wish I wish we'd have made those field goals in week one because that would have been the six and no start would have been perfect into how do you want to get beat? You beat your throwing it 50 times against an elite team. We can beat you running it against a top team like the Chargers. But yeah, man, it's, those are some good stats, man. Really good stats. We're killing it on first down. And I don't want to gloss over the 46 yards, I believe it was, 46 or 42. Sorry if I wrecked it here, Professor O. Uh, field position or, or, or length to go to score a touchdown. One of the things people continue to ignore was that stat in 2020. That stat was continued to be thrown out and in 2019 as well. We had terrible field. It was mostly 2019 terrible field position to start. In fact, one of the worst, if not the worst in the league, special teams didn't help out with that by giving up uh, bad returns. And then our defense was not helping the offense by getting the ball back at all. So uh, that is a, a, a really good stat to kind of take toward, take with towards the bye week. And hopefully they can continue that moving out 46 yards to score to start drives. Thank you. Thank you, professor. All right, man. Wow. This was a fun show. A very, uh, I knew, I knew this show I knew this show was going to be a little bit feisty, but in a good way, because we got to have these conversations. I like to have these conversations with you guys, and, and you don't got to agree with me. I'm, I'm not here for you to agree with me. I'm here to uh, give you all my opinion, but also bring context to both sides of these things. I can always say, I hear what you're saying, but here's what I believe, and here's why, and I'll provide context for my reasoning and yours and hear you out, and there's times where you got to eat crow. And there's times where I say it all the time. I want to be so wrong about Jalen. I want, I want to be so wrong about AB. And I want to be so wrong. Oh, I wasn't wrong about Jalen, but real quick, man. Matt from South Florida. I, yeah. They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine. when You're not really fine. But you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Matt from South Florida. I really wanted to be wrong about Jalen. You can come back. And TM. ATM. Come back, bro. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong for that? Uh, I don't know. He probably somewhere on Green Bay talking Green Bay Packers or Cheeseheads Live or I don't know. Packer Nation. I don't know what they call themselves up there in Wisconsin. But uh, he's probably somewhere over there. Did y'all see that video that went around knowing Jalen Smith? Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Good luck, Green Bay. That's all I'm going to say. But, no, I, uh, I'm so glad to be wrong on Anthony Brown, guys. 
And yes, we are wrong. For the, for those that thought that Anthony Brown was this massive liability, he hasn't been. So enjoy that. I'm so glad to be wrong on Terrence Steele, my cousin. Enjoy the depth. Um, tomorrow, I want to tell y'all so bad. I want to tell y'all so bad tomorrow. Uh, really cool interview, hopefully, that I, I get to uh, drop tomorrow for you guys on the show. But Friday, I can let you know flat out Duke Manny weather. I'm going to keep pushing that tomorrow today. Uh, we'll be live, actually, on A to Z Sports Dallas with your boy Skywalker and Cowboys Nation. That will be a great conversation to have. So um, here's what we'll do when he comes on live. If you got some questions, we'll put the hashtag in the chat. Um, and if it's a question I feel like is a good question to ask him, I will ask him that question. But stay tuned, man. Keep it locked, all right? Keep it locked. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the, the super chats. Uh, all y'all coming in during the stream. Miss <laughs> Charlene said, y'all hating on Jalen and I can hate on McCarthy. <laughs> I just having some fun with it, man. That's At the end of the day, man, these conversations can get heated. Uh, but it's still, it's football. It's our team we love. Have some fun, man. Have some fun with these things. Have some fun with these debates. And, and that's what I try to bring here. Everything, man. Fun, knowledge, guest, y'all, all that, man. We're going to keep it rocking and keep it moving, man. Bless y'all. Steven says, no, bless y'all, man. Bless y'all. I appreciate you. And uh, Super Chats, thank you. The callers, thank you. Come back through tomorrow. Got to press this button. Come back through tomorrow, 8 a.m.-ish. If if this if the guests come through, I will promote it. But but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, matter of fact, no. No, 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 no. I'll just make it a surprise. Y'all find out once the show start. Y'all, y'all find out once the show start. But uh, go ahead, press this button, man. Enjoy y'all hump day. It's Wednesday. It's a five and one Wednesday. Y'all be blessed out there. Be burst said, hit that button, Scott. I know, I'm just breaking <laughs> Make sure y'all check out my guy, Mauricio Rodriguez, later tonight on A to Z Sports. Prime time. Come on back. 8 a.m. Central-ish. Love you guys. Peace. I want me some glory hope.